Hello and welcome. This is a podcast that is all about the ministry here at Faith Community Church. My name is Dexley, and I have the privilege of pastoring the saints here at FCC in Providence, Rhode Island. So thankful that you could join us for this should be second episode. And uh, during our time together today, I want to walk you through my own call to ministry. But before we jump into that, I wanted to just give you some updates uh, over the last month, November, but then also some things coming up in December that we want to update you on, but also ask you to join us in prayer with and through. So November, each year for the last several years, we've been able to participate in a ministry we call Bags of Love. And so we gather turkeys uh, and additional uh, food items to uh, prepare meals, meals for families in our community. Uh, the, some of them might be in our church, but the majority of them exist out of our, um, in, in our community. And so we distribute these every year. We have turkeys donated, and uh, by God's grace, different supporters help us to uh, purchase different food items so that we can distribute to those in need. And so we were able to do that for about 85 families uh, this year. And so we're so thankful, uh, both for the support of uh, saints like you, who whose funds go into this kind of ministry, uh, but also just thankful to be a part of God's work in the lives of those in our community. Please pray for us, um, with us, as we desire this to be more than just providing a meal, which is a good thing and we are thankful for, but we desire it to go beyond. We want to see these families impacted by the gospel. And so pray for the conversations that we were able to have. Uh, pray for follow-up conversations as we continue to see some of uh, these people uh, throughout the year, that God would use this event uh, to do and begin or even continue a good work uh, in them. But also, uh, this December, we have a couple of things uh, that we're hoping to see some engagement with. On December 12th, as a church, we'll be going out into our neighborhood and do some Christmas caroling. And so we'll go door to door, uh, sing a song, just say hello to our neighbors. Uh, and during that time, we'll actually be passing out an invitation. We're going to be inviting them to a Christmas church party uh, that Friday, December 15th. And so just pray. Pray as we uh, get to interact with our neighbors that those would be encouraging moments, um, that they would welcome our presence and even our invitation, and also pray that some, if not all of them, would come. We would love the problem of not having enough space. Uh, pray that as we begin to prepare for that party on Christmas, we'll be um, having hot chocolate, cookies, during a Christmas movie. But the goal is really to build some relationships, to have even maybe gospel conversations during that night. And so please pray. Pray that uh, the Lord would bring uh, someone from our neighborhood. We're hoping to invite um, some local teachers as well from our local school. Uh, pray that God would use that to, again, begin and continue a work he's doing in the hearts and lives of those in our neighborhood. And so those are just a couple of updates um, that you can be thinking about, praying for, that God would be working. The rest of our time together, I, I just want to be able to, as we continue this podcast, I think it's important that you know a little bit about me. 
my own call to ministry. Uh, in a future podcast, uh, perhaps the next one, I'll talk about the history of FCC and in part how I uh, got here. Uh, but I think as we, we begin, uh, just wanting to give you a little uh, uh, biography of myself. And so I think... In, as we think about call to ministry, I think for all minister, um, any pastor, that begins with their testimony. Uh, I grew up in a Christian home. My parents are from Haiti. They immigrated to the U.S. Separately, they met here uh, in Connecticut. Uh, but they came to the Lord around the time I was three years old. My, my dad heard a sermon on the radio while he was driving to work, and the Lord convicted him by his spirit Uh, He became aware of his sin, his need of a savior, uh, and came to confess and trust in the name of Jesus. And so Jesus was a name I heard, prayed, and sung for all of my childhood. My parents were very intentional about bringing us to church, integrating us into the community. Every morning we prayed together, uh, we sang together. Every night we did the same thing. In the middle of the day, around five o'clock, we read our Bibles together. And so they were very intentional about giving us Christ and bringing God to bear in our lives. Uh, And so there really wasn't a, a time in my life where I wasn't aware of Jesus and in some form loved and trusted him. I do think the conviction of sin, its weight really weighed on me around the time I was 10, 11. And so that was actually the time I made a public profession of faith and was baptized. Now, uh, as many might be able to tell you, uh, having been converted at a younger age, uh, there was a lot of growth needed and necessary. I don't think that means that in in all that I understood and trusted in that I was not converted at uh, 10, 11. But God still is and was doing a work of sanctification in my life. And so I struggled through middle school and high school, uh, had my foot in the world, had my other foot in uh, the church. God did a good work of conviction in part uh, through a youth pastor who, who came to our church around the time I was 15 or 16, who was a young adult himself and exampled what it meant for a young man to pursue the Lord with fervency with a fire and passion that unfortunately I hadn't seen before in my own local church. And that challenged me to have to ask the question, if that's what it looks like to be a disciple of Jesus, then I can't do what I'm doing. I have to make a choice. And that really changed the way I approached and and thought of my own faith and even pursued the Lord Jesus. Uh, That was an incredible time of my life, and I'm very grateful for the example of Mike. Mike was his name, uh, to to example that, and not even realize he was doing that. And so that work of sanctification just has continued through my life. But as far as my call to ministry, I had actually wanted to be an engineer for my whole life. Uh, From a young age, I just fell in love with mechanics and design and fixing and wanting to put things together. And so that was my goal. I actually uh, got into an aerospace program in Florida. I wanted to uh, do rocket science and uh, did go down um, there for about a semester. But in the Lord's providence, in part, uh, well, in full, uh, and in part my own stupidity, I had made a mistake in my financial aid process and that came to bear in while I was taking classes. It actually forced me to have to come up uh, because I was going to have to pay out of pocket. 
this was a humbling time, a challenging time, but in coming up, I think God knew what he was doing, clearly. I come back home, and during that year, this would have been almost 12 years ago, our church had taken on a new pastor, a new associate pastor. He, had, he was running the youth and children's ministry. Mike was also his name. And Mike, when I came back, just took a hold of me. He grabbed a hold of me and thrusted me into youth and children's ministry with him. And that first year of just watching him and also participating, being able to teach the word of God, to disciple and spend time uh, with God's people, to invest my life in the life of some of our teens and children, that clarified some things for me. You see, uh, perhaps a year earlier, um, I had another good friend come into my life and he just began to ask me questions. He had noticed that I had some gifting. He had noticed that I had, um, yeah, that, that he could sense that perhaps there was a call in my life to do the work of ministry in a vocational sense. I had kind of put that to the side and said, well, I will just seek to be a very faithful member. I love ministry. I love discipleship. I'll seek to be a faithful member in the local church. And so that was what I had set my mind to do and to be. I'd pursue engineering and um, do ministry uh, as any Christian should. And, and that is a good thing. All Christians should do this kind of work. But in getting involved in youth and children's, I recognized that this no longer could be something I do with part of my time, that this was not something I wanted to do with part of my time, but that vocationally I believed at that point I was called to give my life to ministry, pastoral ministry. And so that's just a synopsis, a brief look at how the Lord worked in his good, powerful work of salvation in my life, but also how he awakened me to this call, this call of pastoral ministry, which by God's grace is what I'm doing right now. And so I thank God for that uh, and looking forward to our, our next uh, podcast where I could just share with you just some of the history uh, of FCC. Thank you so much. The Lord bless. And if you're continuing to look for ways to support us, I'll have some links uh, in the description below for our website where you can find various ways to stay informed, in touch uh, with the ministries we're doing, as well as how you might uh, support us. So thankful that you've taken the time to, to listen, to engage. Looking forward to uh, talking again. The Lord bless you and keep you.